Hey peeps, welcome back to the T-Squad podcast. I'm your host, Brenda T, and my co-host is Juliette T. We hope you're having a great day so far. Hello everyone, today's topic is Greek mythology, and the myth that we will be talking about is the popular story of the theft of Persephone. Please give your warmest welcomes to Avantika Jet, our guest for today. Hi guys, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to answer all of your questions. After all, I'm a Greek freak. Oh yeah! And I absolutely love mythology. The theft of Persephone is one of my favorites. Without further ado, let's get started. So, what are your thoughts on this myth, Ivanka? Yeah, why don't you give us a bit of a summary? Alright, in a nutshell, the theft of Persephone is about the god of the underworld, Hades. Now, Hades was walking in a marketplace, and this little boy, who I assume is Cupid, put a love spell on him. And um, Hades was in a field, and he laid eyes on Persephone, and he immediately fell in love with Persephone. Aww. That's cute. And he waited at the same place at the same field for weeks and weeks and waited until Persephone came back. And when Persephone did come back, he set up a trap for her, a trap to lure her into the underworld. Yeah. A trap to lure her into the underworld so he could marry her. Now, Persephone, her mother is Demeter, and Demeter is Hades' sister. Wait, so he wants to marry his niece? And Cupid is Aphrodite's son. Makes right? sense, because Aphrodite is the goddess of love. Yes. But so, why would you want to marry your niece? Yeah, like your niece? That's just so weird. Okay. So after Persephone is lured into the underworld, Demeter, who, as I said, was her mother, is really upset. And because she's the goddess of harvest, she doesn't care for the earth and lets all the plants die, which could lead to the human population dying. That's not good. So Persephone is very upset in the underworld. She doesn't really like her husband. Well, but, duh. But she grows to love him as she continues living in there. But who could love Hades, the god of the underworld? And if he stole her from her mother, how could you love a monster like that? But she doesn't show affection. So oh Persephone stays in the underworld for a year. In this time, Demeter stays with a family of seven, two parents, and five children. The youngest one is a newborn. Demeter is so upset that she isn't with her daughter anymore. She tries making the newborn, Triptolemus, a god. How did she do that? Well, this might be a little freaky, but she puts him in fire. What? You're kidding. You put a kid in fire to make it a god? But then why doesn't everybody make themselves gods? Well, I think you have to be a god to make someone else a god. And you need to have ambrosia. I think yes. how you say it. Ambrosia. Yeah. Yeah. Now, also, the family that is taking care of Demeter, the mother is Metarina. And Metarina thinks that Demeter is just an ordinary woman. And then Metarina gets suspicious. And then she catches Demeter putting the baby in the fire. And, oh. then, she, and then she yells at Demeter. And Demeter reveals herself. So then Metarina tells her husband about Demeter and how she was so great. That her husband tells all of the folks, people, and they build this huge palace for Demeter. That's nice. Yeah, and Demeter comes to live there. 
Now, Demeter is still very upset, but she's a little bit happy, but she's still very upset that she's away from Persephone. So Zeus comes along and he says, there is one way to get your daughter back. If you think your daughter was truly miserable, she must have never eaten anything in the underworld. And the fates, who are goddesses who make up rules for every god and human and goddess, made up the rule that Demeter could get back Persephone if Persephone hadn't eaten anything in the underworld. And Persephone didn't eat anything in the underworld. That's good. Yeah. So, she can, so Demeter can see your daughter again. That'd be so cool. And nice. So And happy. And reunited. Wait, reunited. Yeah. Wait. Uh-oh. So Demeter calls Hermes, the messenger. He's also that guy with the winged shoes. <gasps> Did you know that Hermes' wings mean legend and champion? So when you're wearing Nike sneakers, they'll, it means the wing of a champion. Speaking of Nike, we'll be back. Talking about Nike, get your Nike shoes right here, right now, 50% off. And did you know that wing on your Nike shoe stands for Hermes winged shoes? Greek freak. Oh, oh yeah. After that amazing commercial, we're back on the T-Squad podcast. So let's continue your summary, Ivanka. Okay, so Dem- Demeter thinks this over and she's like, yeah, Persephone must have been so upset in the underworld. After all, she's my daughter. Of course she'd be upset. So Demeter assumed that she didn't eat anything. But really, she didn't. So she sends Hermes, the messenger, who also is the guy who has those winged shoes. Like Nike! Oh, yeah, another fun fact. The Nike symbol, um, it stands for um, champion leg- and legend. It's Hermes' wing. Cool. So anyways, Hermes goes to the underworld entrance and explains to Hades and Persephone. Persephone is so happy, but she tries not to show it to Hades. And Hades is devastated. He's like, I really love her. I don't want her to go. Hades. Yes. So Hades Hades tells Hermes that she'll be ready to leave in a day. So then Hermes goes off and tells Persephone. But Hades knows that. I mean, sorry. Hermes goes off and tells Demeter. But Hades knows that if Persephone eats something, she won't be able to go back to the to to get out of the underworld, right? It's trickery! Yes, but not exactly, because Hades really does love Persephone. Well, yeah. So, Hades remembers the fates. And he remembers that if he gives Persephone something to eat, she can stay in the underworld. So before Persephone leaves... He gives her this long, sappy speech about how much he loves her. Ew. And then he says, I know we much we haven't had much happy memories down here. Well, will you share this one last meal with me, and I'll treasure it forever. What was the food? And he takes out a pomegranate. <laughs> oh, accident. The pomegranate. It, fun fact. The pomegranate is the symbol of marriage. Yeah. A pomegranate he, of all things? So anyways, he cracks open the pomegranate, and he lets... And he and Persephone share it. And the pomegranate fills Persephone with strength and healthiness. And she just looks more healthy than she did being skinny and fasting for a year. So then she goes back and sees Demeter. And they're so happy to see each other. And then after like a couple moments of talking or getting real nice, like reuniting. reuniting. Yeah. Um, Demeter notices that Persephone doesn't look 
skinny and scrawny. She looks healthy and nourished and like well, uh, like she just looks like she's been healthy. fed. And yeah, Demeter thinks to, thinks to herself, um, she couldn't have eaten anything in the underworld. After all, she is my daughter. She would oh, never. Oh no! Persephone won't be able to go back to live with Demeter. She did, and would will Demeter find out? That's where it gets. So Demeter's like, no, 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 tell me everything that you did in the underworld. And towards the end of Persephone living in the underworld, she decided to take her place in coming queen. She'd go visit the houses, say hello and everything and that stuff. So she would. She told her mother about that. And then she told her about the romantic pomegranate meal. Oh, and Demeter, this is getting suspenseful. Yeah, and Demeter is like, what? How could you know? So then... Um, Zeus comes up with an idea. Um, Persephone spends four months in the underworld and, and eight go. months above ground. With her mother? Yeah. Great. Well, I guess that's a pretty happy ending to the story. Yeah. Thank you, Bondico, for, for telling us about this yes, amazing Now we'll be Thank back you. with our reaction. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, guys, buy your Hydro Flasks right now. They're on sale for only $40. What a great bargain. What a great deal. And, and I, I oops. After that amazing commercial, let's talk about what we liked about this myth. So, Juliet, what did you think about this myth? Did you like it? I really liked it. I liked it because of its message. It showed that a mother that a mother has to let their child go and that the child should be sympathetic to their parents when the time comes. It also explains the four seasons. Yes. Um, as we said before, when Demir gets to see Persephone, she's happy, and that's when it's warmer. And then the one-third of the year that she doesn't, it, it's winter and cold and a bit of fall. So we recommend... We think that someone who likes mythology, fiction, and enjoys learning about Greek gods and goddesses goddesses would enjoy this myth. I definitely like this myth a lot. I did too. I just thought it was kind of weird that Demeter was Hades' sister, and then Hades married her daughter? Uh, well, that's the Greek gods for you. Yeah, and also, this if you think about it, none of this would have happened if Aphrodite's son didn't hit Hades with the arrow. Well, then again, if he didn't hit Hades with the arrow, then none of this would have happened, and there wouldn't be four seasons. Wow. This is very... It's a good myth, though. Like, it's it's very good. And <laughs> I think that everybody should learn about this myth because it's... It's, it's just, just fun. And it's fun. And you think about Greek myths... As boring, kind of. Yeah, and they're, like, not real. But really, it's part of social studies. So, learn your myths. Thank you so much for listening. And have a great rest of your day. Bye.